This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 354. Hey, iTunes. Got a match? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 354. And as usual, I'm joined by Owen. Hey, how's it going today, Owen? Well, I'm okay. Uh, (laughs) um, That doesn't sound anything like him, does it? No, not Uh, really. But this this does, though. Yuck. So, zoom. Uh, Yuck. All righty. (laughs) Yeah, last last week was was quite a soundboard-filled show. So, you know, he was doing it a little bit differently. He basically had a, a, a speaker next to his microphone. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was actually playing the, uh, the sound files directly <laughs> off the web. There's like all these, these – if you basically Google soundboard, besides getting you know, a link to Ambrosia software for you – know, because it's, that's their program, uh, it's also kind of a generic term for, right, yeah, for yeah. little soundboards all over the place. There's actually one for Steve Jobs out there somewhere. And you can just like hit buttons to your heart content, and all kinds of crazy stuff comes up. Crazy, 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 crazy. So, uh, how was your week off? I understand that uh, you were out of town. Uh, I was out of town. Yeah, uh, basically, we headed over to Belgium last Monday. Yeah, uh, during the day, uh, we got to Ghent. That's G E N T, not G H E N T, as. Most people spell it in the English-speaking world, probably because if they saw the word spelt G-E-N-T, they would say Gent. Gent and it Gant. is actually pronounced Ghent, of course. <laughs> anyway, that's Yeah, the, we, the K is silent what, and the G uh, turns into something the, yeah, else. Yeah, pity there's no K in it. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got there Monday and we was pretty much there through, uh, through till Friday. And the Wi-Fi in my room sucked. It absolutely, well, in fact, there was no Wi-Fi. Um, you know, lots of people said to me about, oh, well, get a, you know, airport, um, well, express. That doesn't, express? Ha- that doesn't help if, if, uh, if the overall, uh, well, bandwidth the, is crap. And the problem was when I actually, uh, cause I actually purchased an Apple, uh, one of the USB to Ethernet connectors for the, the MacBook Air. Yeah. And, uh, that worked fine. The only problem was the speed in the room for the actual Ethernet was dug gone. Awful garbage. So, so even if I had had an, uh, an airport express, um, then it wouldn't have helped me very much. Yeah, Mike over at uh, f- for Mac Eyes Only as he was starting his WWDC uh, show was saying, "Oh yeah, Gas will be joining us in a little while." I was like, yeah, yeah. Eh, "I don't think so." No, no, no. <laughs> I did send him an email, but obviously, when you're through mid-show, you don't you don't read your, your emails. But he did on the second half, I think, uh, notice that. So. Which was that's the first one I've missed in a long, long time. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, you you gotta you know, I mean, all came about you. Well, I was working, abandoning the show to to actually do your job. Um, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's true. You know, work. It just doesn't understand me. <laughs> There's podcasting to be done. Damn it! <laughs> what is the problem? Yeah. So uh, that was you know I was I was playing catch up a lot over the weekend. Um, and there's lots of thoughts that's been running through my mind uh, with reference to last week's um, announcements that we had. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. too much, though, because you and Owen did a great job last week on covering it. Well, it was, it's, always, it's always good to have Owen on. You always know it's going to yeah. be a different kind of yeah. show yeah. when yeah. Owen comes think, on. I don't think I've been on with Owen, have I, or have I? I um, no, oh. I don't think you have because no, he, he, kind of he and um, disappeared, don't he? Doesn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. He he and Mark Rudd did uh, the first my Mac podcast that I was doing, and then you came on the show after that. Yeah, so you definitely have to get him on, and, and um, I'll batter him with my soundboards as well. <laughs> and uh, I need everyone to uh, hold on for a second. I need to, to check the volumes because something doesn't quite look right here so everyone stand by okay turned out to be a little bit of nothing but uh i guess we'll find out in post of course this means that the whole show will be like totally trash unable to be used 
<laughs> and I'll be I'll be up until two o'clock in the morning doing another guy and gas best of show. Yeah, well, I'm recording this end, so let's hope. That's true. That's true. That's um, why don't we just go ahead and get to the MyMac stuff? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's okay, for first it. thing we have up is a Guardian Maximus Mini review from Newer Technology. This is a uh, it's a little backup drive, and uh, I don't know what else to say about it. It's kind of cool looking. Yep. Uh, next on the website is a bit of a comment, really, from Scott Wilsey. He's talking about font. Finally, and I read through this very briefly, and I think it's basically him talking about some of the features from, from iOS iCloud. And, and the iCloud. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I think one of the biggest points that he was talking about in there was the, the Wi-Fi syncing. Um, so, yeah, go take a read and uh, see what Scott has to say about uh, some of those events from, the, I, I don't know, some, some keynote that happened last week. <laughs> And, uh, I, think, I think I think you and Owen mentioned it. Okay. Yeah, well, it got a little bit of airtime, I think. <laughs> um, speaking of Scott Wilsey, if you want to hear him and his pro, uh, his pronouncements of his opinions on WWDC, you can listen to the Pocket Size Podcast number twenty. Apple's forecast, iCloudy. I like <laughs> yeah, that. I like that graphic he's got there too. It's a good graphic. It's a good graphic. Um, and then uh, a cracking product. Uh, according to Mike Breed, who well, he would know, he raves over this uh, Level Eight Atlas backpack and protective sleeve. And I think that I'm not sure with both items, but I know that one of the items that uh, he was reviewing there actually got a ten out of ten um, that rating. So let me just uh, while we're talking, okay, um, just check that. Now he's given he's given the ten out of ten for that. I think it may come with a combination unit, but it's uh, it's a ten out of ten, and it's one thing. I've got a work um, backpack, which I use for my, obviously, the uh, Lenovo machine. That I have. Yeah. And, uh, it's falling to bits. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I might take a bit of an interest in this. And uh, he's definitely given it uh, a good rating. Yep. Uh, next up, also from Mike Breed, is the Otterbox Reflex iPhone 4 case uh, review. And it's a uh, it's an iPhone 4 case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, <laughs> next is the Tech Fan Podcast number thirty-four, and that's an interview with Mark O'Neill, who's uh, a developer of an application called Movie Draft. Now, actually, I listened to this. Uh, yeah, uh, I did too. And um, David uh, is on the podcast. But sort of. He's sort of on the podcast. <laughs> he, he, he joined in from uh, a car park a little way out outside of London. Gorilla uh, podcasting. Use, using his MyFace. Yeah, gorilla podcasting. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> uh, it's quite a good interview with uh, with Mark O'Neill, who's, uh, I think he's based in the UK, but he's actually Welsh. So um, I know that... Well, um, isn't that part of the UK? Y- yes. But they don't like to admit it. Ah. Well, who does? <laughs> no, the, the reason I mentioned <laughs> the reason I mentioned that was because um, Tim actually said I didn't recognise his accent, and uh, obviously most of us Brits uh, ca- caught that little bit of Welsh accent in uh, uh, in his accent straight away. So <laughs> it's quite a good. It's quite a good show. Uh, next up is a uh, it's an opinion piece by my brother Larry Grinnell called Golden Ears, and he was because uh, Larry hasn't actually written anything in a while. And this is a, a, a blog that he wrote based on, you know, creating a music server and, and having the highest po- possible quality. And and if if well, you... the pros and he, he was talking about the pros and cons, really, wasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I kind of had to re- read through it again to try and make out whether um, whether I understood whether he wanted a high high level um, or high quality um, streaming or not. But it it really comes down to where you have the music at the time. Yeah, well, and, and not only that, but what was the quality of the music going in? Because a lot Originally. of Larry's recordings are from like the forties and fifties, and you know, I mean, you're going to get some you're going to get some artifacts and and a few other things when you've got well, recordings I, that I, are that I, old. That's right. I mean, certainly, I've, you know, some of the LPs that I've tried to um, to record, I've listened. Uh, you know, I used to listen to the LP time and time and time again. Sure. When I finally got the digital copy, there seemed to be something missing. And yeah. it was the cracks and the... <laughs> and the pops. And the pops. That he used yeah, to there, there's a pop just before the chorus. Where is it? Yeah, yeah that's right. It's incredible what you, you, what you pick up and remember. <laughs> okay, so ne- next on the, uh, the website is FileMaker Go, 
which is an app review by Elisa Pacelli. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. I, I still have to remember to say Pacelli, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is uh, FileMaker, a database manufacturer, and basically this gives you access to the databases from FileMaker that you might have on your Mac, um, available to you either on the iPad or the iPhone or iPod Touch. Now, they're two different applications. They're not the universal. The one for the iPad, which I probably think is the one to go for if you're going to start looking at databases and manipulating them yeah. uh, on those devices, is $39.99 and $19.99 for the iPhone. One. But there's a good review there from Lisa. Yep. Uh, next up is, this seems to be like the, the Scott Wilsey week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go, never, go Scott. The never-ending list, pocket-sized podcast number I 21, actually, which I haven't had a chance to listen to No, yet. I haven't, because that came down today, and I actually own an audio piece, so slap my wrist. <laughs> It'll come up. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's all we got for uh, you know stuff from the website, and we've got a lot of feedback this week. Uh, we'll, start, we'll start off with the Twitter stuff uh, from Tom Schmidt, uh, replying to something I said on uh, last week's show. He's saying, no, no, no. AirDrop is peer-to-peer Wi-Fi only. No Ethernet or Wi-Fi network. And he is absolutely correct. Yeah. And I, 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 this, I, I this, this is for I, Tom. This is for Tom. We really uh, need to get him on. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's it, it is, he's usually like driving home from work at the time that we're recording the show, which is too bad. You want now, to get the next I'd, one? Well, yeah. Well, I think you should. Oh, oh, yeah. That's I, right. I, I I don't know what it's referring to. Oh, uh, he's talking about Tim. <laughs> Tim giving me uh, giving me uh, crap about being kind of blasé about uh, the Mac Defender. Uh, yes. Yes. Tro- not even a Trojan, malware. And he says, nice job scolding Mac Parrot on the My Mac podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> Again, then another one from Steve was, uh, Matt Parrot, your quote about podcasting was great. Podcasting means you never have to say you're sorry. <laughs> Sounds like the start of guys' rules. That's right. I need to start writing those down. <laughs> from uh, from Andy Zoom one uh, this was actually something that, that he sent to somebody else, to whoever Steve Martin to go is. says, my phone is tapped and I'm followed by G-Men trying to bust my copyright on them. Mac Parrot, Gazmaz, are you doing this? Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're out there. We're listening to everything. The G-Men are out there. <laughs> and we got, uh, we got quite a bit of email feedback this week. Uh, yes. Andy, yeah. which is Andy Zoom 01, uh, asks me what's the best in-ear headphones for the iPhone. I shuffled it off to John Nemo because my hearing sucks from all the concerts I went to in the 70s. And John said that the Think Sound from Arctic products are pretty good. Yeah, actually, I've just recently, because <laughs> I don't know if you saw my Twitter some uh, a week or so ago, perhaps a, bit, a little bit longer, where I... I tweeted a picture of my my old Shure earphones um the, the you know their earplug types yeah uh, and basically the dog had got hold of them oh no and chewed them to bits <laughs> um so I've, I've recently just got a, a new Shure 215s come in but they're not quite as comfortable as the uh the 110s that i had so at the moment i'm just trying to make sure that it, they um they fit in nicely and at this point in time i'm not as pleased with them as i uh Perhaps could be. We'll <laughs> it'll get better. It'll get better. Uh, Tom Ingalls from 66 South. Uh, he was the one that we played the promo for. Yep. Uh, that, and that was a cool promo from a couple of weeks yep. ago. It says, on my MacBook Pro, front row always comes on automatically when my computer is idle, and I want it to stop. <laughs> I just want my screensaver to engage like the good old days. <laughs> How in the world do I disable front row from launching by itself. I can't seem to find an off button. And it, it took me a while to, to, to kind of track this down, and, and I hope this was the answer for him. I found an article on eHow that, you know, I sent that link to Tom with his instructions on how to turn on and off the screensaver from within front row. You basically hit Command and Escape on your Mac keyboard. It's a launch front row. Press the down arrow on your keyboard until you get to Settings. Press Return to open the Settings menu. Scroll down to screensaver, press return to toggle it on and off. 
and then just escape to get back out to the main menu. And uh, if you hit escape again, it'll take you out of front row back to your Mac. Yeah, that's not really an intuitive option, is it? No, not not, not as such. No, so uh, no, I, I I think it did work because I, I'm sure I've seen a a, a tweet from from him saying sorted. So I'm oh, good, sure. good, excellent. You want to get this one? Okay, yes, this is from. <laughs> I don't know whether I dare pronounce his surname. That's why I'm having you do it. Tom Piccarelli. You say Piccarelli? No, no. We'll just <laughs> keep going. He says, I'm a faithful listener to the G-Men on MyMac.com podcast. You guys are terrific. Oh, blush, blush, blush. I thank never you, Tom. Podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. I own a printing and graphic design company here in Southern California. Um, I'm feeling jerked around by Apple regarding this new brainchild of theirs, the cloud. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the thinking of people who have their hair growing outside this. of their head <laughs> to the inside where their brain gets tangled in, in all that in hair growth. I think that explains <laughs> a lot about me. <laughs> We've been using Mobile Me for the storage and file sharing of all our Adobe InDesign, Photoshop, Illustrator and Quark Express files with our customers. So far, all has worked with our iDisk as we can move these humongous files back and forth, etc., The $100 a year cost is nominal. Now, it's all about the cloud and photos, calendars, iTunes and iOS. And now Apple is only going to allot us 5 gigs of space when we need the 30 gigs we've been paying for and using. Here, here, Tom. Yeah. So, so help, what do I do now? Lose all my data to this (laughs) brain-dead mega... Toad brain. brain you no, know, I get the feel. I get the feeling he's not happy <laughs> this about is a bit iCloud. Of a run. Now, this is a I could run. be wrong. Well, he says, just hoping you might be able to steer me in another direction where I can do the same type of file sharing. Thanks in advance for your answer, the G-Men, the working man's Phil Schiller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that into the contest. I think you should. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, well, you've gone off on the Dropbox option, so I'll let you carry on. With yeah, that. I, I think Dropbox is, is the best solution for this. I, yeah, and I, he didn't really say how much storage he needs, but there, there are three basic accounts. There's well, the at least 30 gig. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's the free one that's two gigs, and that's what we use here for the podcast. And this allows me to share info with Gaz about upcoming shows. And it also allows me to send the podcast over to Tim so he can upload it. And, the, and you know, both Gaz and Tim can drag and drop. Uh, stuff for me into the same folder. Uh, th- the two gigs probably won't be enough space for you if five gigs from <laughs> iCloud won't do it. So then you have the Pro 50, which is $100 a year, and the Pro 100, which is $200 a year. These are both accounts that give you 50 or 100 gigs of online storage. Now, for setup, you can make individual folders for each one of your clients and share it with them, enabling them to pull out all the files that, that they need. No other folders other than the ones you choose to share will be accessible to anyone else. Although once you've actually shared the the folder with them, they can invite others. I don't know if that's sure. a security concern or not. Yeah, I'm not sure whether you being – I can't remember whether you being the owner can then go in and, and discard that or not. I'm not sure. No, but you can. You, you can go into a Dropbox folder and say, I don't want this person in here anymore. And, okay. And they're gone. That's fine. that's fine. But that's up to them, surely. But he's dead right, you know, because I know lots of people moaned about mobile me, but I've I've been using mobile me. I've I've just got back into using iDisk again and syncing it much like Dropbox does. Yeah. So rather than leaving it in the cloud and syncing with the cloud when I've opened it up when I need it, what I've done is say, store those files in the iDisk folder on my local disk and it works much quicker. But that's exactly what to Dropbox does. Yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of hurt with iDisk, but well, I think people weren't using it correctly. The and only I problem the- with Dropbox is you don't actually have a physical, you know, the data isn't physically stored on your device. It's, it's, it's literally in the cloud, whereas with iDisk, you could toggle it. You could toggle it so, you know, anytime it connected to the net, it would go up and say, oh, okay, here's some changes. That that's in the iDisk folder, I'm not and so it'll sure bring it down into your your in, onto your physical machine. I'm not so sure about that comment with Dropbox because if I don't link to Dropbox, I can still access the folders. You can, can access the, them through yes. even if you don't have a connection to the net. Correct. Correct. Oh, okay. Because well, it syncs. So actually, it actually t- what people don't realize um, they probably they may well have realized it with iDisk, um, and a lot of people forget that Dropbox 
you're taking up space on your hard drive. Sure. So, you know, if you're close to your limit and somebody dumps a big file into Dropbox that you're sharing with them, it's going to it's gonna put it down onto your drive and, it you know, you could bomb out. Okay, you know what this means, right? Go on. It means that Tom's going to send me another email saying that I did some, I said something stupid. <laughs> no, 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 because we corrected ourselves. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's a relief. <laughs> but, but to be honest with you, Tom's dead right. You know, they're, they're coming out with this... But I've found that mobile me, a lot of the things have been working great and fine. And so, Tom, I'm with you on this, definitely. But hold on just a while because iDisk isn't going away just yet. And I'm. I'm no, I think it's feeling, for like the next year. Yeah, but I think they might come up with other options. So let's, you know, don't panic. You've got another year with it for the time being. So make sure you, you know where your towel is. Yeah, just just be ready with a secondary option, and probably Dropbox is going to be the best option. But you know, they're giving lots of APIs out there. There might just be other options other than Dropbox. So, yeah, uh, coming you know, down People the pipe. keep going on about Dropbox, Dropbox, Dropbox. But, you know, Dropbox, I think, needs some competition, and that may, that may be coming up. Yep. Uh, we got some feedback from actually. Crikey, that was a long bit. I didn't. That was a long bit. And we're not even. We're not even done yet. We still got some more stuff we got to talk about before the first break. Well, uh, hurry up. Okay. Well, we got feedback from Facebook. Uh, mm. Well, not so much feedback, but a, a milestone. Uh, Mark, oh, I know I'm going to mess this up. Jason, uh, I think. Glasson, I'd say. No, I think it's an I. Though my Is eyes it? are. Yeah, I think it's G I A S S O N. Gaiason, Giason. Okay, well, regardless. Glass on, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's our 50th Facebook-like person for the MyMac podcast page. And you can go to Facebook yourself and just type in MyMac in the search window, and you'll find us. And go and like us, just because we're yeah. a couple of likable guys. That's right. And do you know what lots of likes means? I have no idea. I think it means that we can actually get our own name within Facebook. So you can have Facebook something MyMac. Oh, well, that would be cool. So we need to look into that. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to send him something, but it turns out he's from Canada. And, and, you, do, and you don't want to send anything to Canada, do you? I, I don't want to send anything to another country because it just becomes kind of a pain in the neck. And, and he, was, he was real nice because when I sent him the email, I didn't know he was from Canada. And he sent me back an email saying, you know, don't worry about it. I know, what, you know that you're doing this on your own dime. And, you know, it's going to be a major pain in the neck. So... Uh, he, he basically said that I should take whatever that prize was going to be and put it in the hopper for whatever the next unnamed and unknown contest coming down the road may be. Well, Who knows? Well, Mark, all we can say is well done and thank you very much. Thank you so very, very much. And we have not one, but two Skype calls this week. Steps back in amazement. Yeah. Well, the first one is from, uh, I think you might know this guy. Hello, Guy and Gans. This is David Kaiden from the Tech Fan Podcast here. What I want to know is how come Skype is down for everyone except this number? Answer me that, please. <laughs> yeah, Skype was having some problems, but by God, Skype and Microsoft have, have their priorities right? Yes, because they know that we at work are both Windows users. That's right, whether we want to be or not. Correct. <laughs> and the next one is from my brother, Larry. Hi, guys. This is Larry again, the rocketing down Porter's Turnpike. He does that uh, a lot. listening to show 350, and uh, you're talking about uh, serviceability issues on, on iMacs. Well, let me tell you, from, from a background in manufacturing, computers and other consumer electronics devices are not built for, for being serviced. They are, they are designed to be manufactured as cheaply as possible with the least amount of labor. And so what, what you're going to find is uh, uh, in these designs, they may seem illogical from a servicing standpoint, but they're perfectly, perfectly logical to the industrial engineers and, and others who designed the package to require as few steps as possible. Uh, to, to manufacture. Another thing about putting the hatches and panels in the back of an iMac, Jonathan, I would never permit it. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, uh, he, he and Steve, are, they're, they're so big on uh, impurity of line. Uh, to put a hatch or a panel would, would break the lines and it would just be beyond the pale. Uh, 
and, and Steve is, is wont to say so often, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs> that was that was my brother Larry. Yeah, and if if you go to the mymac uh, dot com webpage and and scroll down uh, and look at Golden Ears, you'll get a visual of that voice. That's right. That's right. Now the the last thing this is something else we're playing through soundboard. Uh, last thing before we take the break, uh, under the tech news of the weird, uh, actor Richard Dreyfus recorded parts of the iTunes EULA, the the end users license agreement, in like some different voices, and I thought they were hysterical. And I'm going to play. Here's one of them right now. Hold on. You expressly acknowledge and agree that use of the Apple software as defined above and services as defined below is at your sole risk and that the entire risk as to satisfactory quality, performance, accuracy, and effort is with you. (laughs) No oral or written information or advice given by Apple or an Apple-authorized representative shall create a warranty. Should the Apple software or services prove defective, you assume the entire cost of all necessary servicing, repair, or correction. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, Richard. (laughs) I love that laugh. Got it? (laughs) Okay. Are you getting it? Yeah. Uh, Are you getting it? This is the last one I'm going to play before we take the break. Check this one out. This Apple software is not intended for use in the operation of nuclear facilities, aircraft navigation or communication systems, or air traffic control systems, or life support machines, or other equipment in which the failure of the Apple software could lead to death, personal injury, (laughs) or severe physical or environmental damage. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it couldn't be simpler it couldn't be couldn't be simpler steve don't use apple software if you're flying a plane or running a nuke plant okay i think that that or especially whoa, whoa, itunes whoa, 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 software whoa 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 yeah i have got to stop you there okay because didn't now it's not it's not iTunes software, but they are using presumably iTunes to sync it. Possibly not. Okay, I might be wrong here, but <laughs> the point is the point is they're using iPads now in planes for all of their manuals. Okay, but that's a little different. It they're, they're not actually using an iPad. <laughs> they're using the motion controls to steer the plane. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> now, the funny thing is, the, the funny thing is, actually, you, you've seen these helicopters that you can control with the iPad. Yeah. What I think they call it. Uh, the, so, oh, I can't remember what they call them. Anyway, on one of the evenings we had, uh, it was like a group meeting, so we all we were all there, and they had this competition. Each we we all joined different tables and we went um, for a competition and it was me against one other table you know person from another table and we were supposedly going to fly one of these things with an ipad because this event they each table had two macs to answer questions sorry two ipads to answer questions on and this whole um, little i'm not quite sure event i suppose i would call it was pretty much run by macs and ipads anyway the damn thing wouldn't work. Oh, so, guess, no. so guess what I had to do? What? I had to, I had to do a dance competition with a Wii. <laughs> it's Mind just you, not the same. It's just not the same as flying this thing with an iPad. <laughs> however, however, consolation, I did thrash the pants off the person I was playing against. Well, of course you did. <laughs> Gas, take us out. Oh, stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. No. Drawback to owning a portable Mac? Not enough hard drive space. 
Who wants to carry an external hard drive around with you? That defeats the entire reason to own a laptop. Instead, replace that seldom-used optical drive with an MCE OptiBay. With OptiBay, you can install a second hard drive in your MacBook, MacBook Pro, or heck, even a Mac Mini. Imagine two terabytes more storage in your MacBook Pro. Or heck, even one of those super-fast, solid-state drives. With MCE's OptiBay, you could do just that. Check them out online at mcetech.com. That's M-C-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Laundry day, see you there. Under things, tumbling. Wanna say, love your hair. Here I go, mumbling. With my freeze ray, I will stop the world. With my freeze ray, I will find the adoptive sons of Ugandan headhunters. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Make me feel what's the phrase? Like a fool. And welcome kinda back sick. to the MyMac.com podcast needs. with the G-Men. That's right. That's, my, that's Guy and myself. And now with even more hiss. Oh, crikey. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. It, it may not be, We're having some, some Skype difficulties tonight, as you can probably tell from the, from the first segment of the show. I can hear this hiss, and I don't know if it's on my end or Gaz's end or we, something we, from we, Skype. I don't know if it's recording or not. At this yeah, point, so. we won't know until the, the show gets edited and, and it gets out there. If you do hear the hiss, we Apologies. apologize. Nothing, not much we could do about it. Um, originally, we were going to have Carmen DeSanto, who is the, I guess, CEO of uh, or publisher of iBusiness Magazine, which can be found at iBusinessMag.com, and the Loop Business Expo, which can be found at Loop Bus in. God, how do you even say that? It's Loop Business Expo. Oh, <laughs> Loop Bus. Oh. Loop Bus. God. A, I know. Wow, there's this little green dot there that was just blowing my mind. The LoopBusinessExpo.com. Okay. We'll <laughs> oh. have links in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, please. Thank God. Um, now, iBusiness is, is an actual magazine. Uh, yep. Kind of talking about business solutions for Apple. And uh, I have apparently he's uh, coming up on his fourth issue, and he's going to have uh, Guy Kawasaki on. Yeah, that looks like they've got a, an, an exclusive, exclusive. He got me at it now, an exclusive <laughs> interview with Guy Kawasaki. So that would be a cool interview. Bus in X. I, <laughs> I don't know what that says. <laughs> yeah, X lose. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, so bad. But they've, oh. they've got they've but I dot business has got uh, they've got four issues out they've got a, an exclusive interview coming up with Guy Kawasaki and as you say it is dedicated to um, business uh, for yeah people well, that I using Macs in the business Max world and Apple yeah absolutely so yep. and there is an exhibition coming up which is now um, only sixty nine days eighteen hours and forty five seconds away as I currently speak <laughs> well oh, um, no it's forty now. Oh, sorry, I did 39. Anyway, it's, <laughs> it's the Loop Business Expo, which is happening in Chicago. In Chicago. So uh, go over if you're interested, take a look, sign up, and uh, be there. Yeah, it, it's a half-day expo designed for business professionals from all vertical markets to come and see the latest business solutions for not only using the Mac, but uh, I, you know, the iOS platform as well. Yep. And it's only uh, 10 bucks. And that includes a one-year subscription to iBusiness Magazine. So if you're in the Chicago area, I would definitely go check that out. I, 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 I've got to try and work out now whether it's worth me flying across. Probably not. <laughs> not, for, <laughs> not for just a free magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, if we were talking about 40 in Times or something along those lines, yeah, oh, that yeah, would be worth it. Yeah, yeah. My wife loves that magazine. Have you ever heard of it? No. 40 in Times... <laughs> Is this magazine that, that deals with like the supernatural and UFOs, and it, it comes out of the UK. You're so, you're so up on those over there, aren't you? You love uh, them. No, no, love- no. My wife is okay. up on those things. She watches these TV shows. Now she's hoping for something special. Yeah, I guess she watches these TV shows like on the History Channel, and there's this guy who puts out 
this magazine that kind of deals with supernatural and UFOs. I can't remember the name of the magazine. It's it's not I business though. <laughs> and whenever they have him on screen, he's got this this bizarre haircut. It, it looks like it's out of the 1800s, where it's all kind of flat on the sides. And then comes like straight up to the top of I mean, oh, about probably six inches above his head. Sometimes his hair. I mean, it just looks really bizarre. But that has absolutely nothing to do with the Loop Business Expo no, or which is Business up, Magazine. Absolutely, which is coming up on Tuesday, August the twenty third in Chicago. And actually, they've also um, got a possible uh, exhibition coming up in Naples. Uh, oh Tuesday, yeah, November twenty ninth, Florida. On Tuesday, November 29th. So, oh, that would yeah. be really cool. It'd be yeah. a good reason to go to Florida. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, our first segment I was segment getting excited because ran... I thought they meant Naples in Italy, but there you go. Uh, yeah, not so much. <laughs> our first segment ran so very, very long that we're going to cut this one a little bit short. Uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by. Sorry about that, Carmen. We'll have to reschedule. And uh, I think we'll be right back. What do you think? I think we'll be right back to I do. You know, I'm not going anywhere, and neither is my hit. <laughs> Sally was a silver spoon, Sally schoolgirl. She grew up in the heart of an air-conditioned Walmart world. Daddy had a mansion, a suburban expansionist home. But even country girls still want to roam, because the bright light Hey, my Mac listeners, Sam Levin here from App Minute, the ultimate, ultimate source for app news and information. Cool things about all your iPad, iPhone, iPod Touch, Android, anything that connects to those devices, we're all over it. And in less than two minutes, you can get your fix from AppMinute.com. Check it out today. It's a free podcast. You can listen live under your browser or via iTunes. Check it out today at AppMinute.com. Just waiting for their chance at Angelie Jolie, the G-Man, on the MyMac.com podcast. It's going to explode. My computer is going to explode because I made the mistake of saying that GarageBand has been behaving itself this week welcome everyone to the third segment of the mymac.com podcast and who knows what's going to happen in this particular section it could be almost anything anything can happen in the next 30 minutes although this won't be 30 minutes no 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 this will not be 30 minutes because i think that would just be way too much it's getting so you have to kill yourself to sell a story around here. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. I'm being good. I've, I've, I've been pretty good tonight. You have actually. You have. You've been very good. Yeah, and don't count on that happening next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing we wanted to talk about. Um, now, this is just kind I'm of. I'm surprised a, you haven't got any music for this. Do 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 do. do. Well, we did that for mm-hmm. uh, the floppy disk. Mm-hmm. Oh, true enough. Yeah. So, uh, oh, wait, oh, I do have another one here. Hold on. No, no, no. pay for this! <laughs> okay, all right, all right, I'll stop. Um, I think when iLife okay, so- 11 came out and there was a glaring omission from it, as in a program that had formerly been part of it was no longer there. And um, it, may, it may very well be that uh, Apple is not going to update iWeb. So that program may be dead. There was an email from someone to Steve Jobs that says iCloud won't do web hosting, and it looks like iWeb, which wasn't you know, upgraded in the latest version of iLife, may be DOA as well. Now, I happen to know someone who uses iWeb to update their website. Do you know who this person is? Not only does that person use iWeb to update their website, 
that person also uses the web hosting services that comes along with mobile me. So that person that you happen to be talking to at the moment also <laughs> is not very happy. And I'll tell you what, Kai, I'll tell you what. If Apple keep doing this, the more people they get online using their services and then cutting them off, the more people are going to be whoop, pissed off. Whoop, whoop. Because you just, you just, Skype just cut you off for a second. What was that last, like, five seconds? Damn, I was on a right rant then. Well, go ahead. You can still rant away. I said the more the more Apple get people using their services because there's more people coming across who just want a basic service, the more people are going to be. I'll 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 swear because it's pissed me off. <laughs> well, they it's, had it's, they had a he came out yeah. onto that show, onto that um, uh, on stage, that key, yeah. on the stage, and said, "Mobile me, it was a mistake." Actually, mobile me wasn't a mistake. And I'll tell yeah. you what, for a lot it, of people, yeah, it was it was it their worked. implementation, their initial implementation of MobileMe was crap. Absolutely, and and now they've said, okay, so we're going to go down a different route. And if they stop that web serving, um, uh, web hosting part of it, and if they stop using iWeb, there's a lot of people that have moved over and have thought this iWeb it's quite easy because it is quite easy. No, it's great. And a lot of people say, and I've heard a lot of people going on and on about, oh, don't use iWeb because it builds you into only ever using iWeb. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, a lot of the programs are like that. You start using them and you're kind of encompassed in that little environment. Well, exactly. Sandboxed in it forever and ever. And I've heard people going, use WordPress because you can export it. But those same people are still using WordPress. Exactly. They've not exported. So, you know, once you go down a road, down a lane, that's it. You're there and you kind of stick with it. I don't have a problem with that. If that's the decision you make, that's great. But for the company then to cut it off, you know, it's their decision. Great. But it's it's made me just a little fed up. Now, I've got, yeah, until January 2012 to find, you know, ulterior methods. Well, thanks a lot. Actually, it won't be a problem for me because I already know what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) You just wanted to rant, didn't you? No, because there's a lot of people out there, Guy, that will be thinking that. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there, I think, that will be just a little cheesed off because, you know, Apple did the right thing, I think, with MobileMe. I used it. I liked it. I got a lot of ridicule from people saying, "Ooh, you're the only one using mobile me." Actually, it no, worked. That's, not true. that's why I a used it. A lot of people use mobile me. Absolutely, and I used it because it worked. So, I'm just a little, you know, I'm I'm going to calm down and wait <laughs> and see what happens. But I tell you what, Apple, if you keep stopping services like this, you're going to cheese off a lot of people, and they're going to get the voice out there, and that migration of people over to the Mac, if you're not careful, will start slowing down because people will get the voice out there that will don't start using Apple and Macs because they just cut you dead halfway through a process. Now, that's not true. You know that's not true, and I know it's not true. But at this point in time, it's just how I feel. Yeah. Well, you know... Um, and I'll tell you what, you didn't think that I that uh, iWeb Maybe Dead section was going to be that long, did No, you? I didn't. I didn't. Well, you can export out of iWeb into uh, yeah. HTML and then you know, use an yeah, FTP you, program you, to upload yeah, you it to can. your own domain. It's really just... It's, yeah, it's not really... But it's an extra it. step. Yeah, yeah. And, well, but it, and it's really just the HTML pages. It's not... You know, and to be perfectly honest with you, if you're going to do that, you might as well go down the whole avenue of starting afresh anyway. Yeah. And this is on a personal basis. It's like a one-to-one. So it's probably not a big pain. But it's like going with... Um, is it Squarespace? Yeah. Can you do the same with Squarespace? And everybody's pushing Squarespace at the moment. So, you know, if you take the decision and go down that route, fine. But, you know, have we then got to put in a back plan for every decision that we take just in case the service gets halted? Well, that's that's part of the yes, problem. You, yes, you have. Yeah, because, you know, like, like everything, uh, you know, the cloud or the web isn't necessarily... A, a permanent real thing. Anything you put up there at any given time could could be wiped out by a tsunami or an earthquake or a friggin' volcano exploding. You know, you, you have no control over what happens to the stuff that that you put up into the cloud once it's there. 
No, you've got no. Well, you've got little control. Over it. Yeah. I mean, it, okay. it, you know, for the everyday user, I mean, because people will can't kick back on us. I know. I can hear. The, I can hear the emails now coming back saying, "Oh, you've got a lot more control." Yes, yes, you do have a certain amount of control, but from an everyday user point of view, going into iWeb, putting it up there, you're dead right. You've got little in the way of control, and perhaps, perhaps that's why it should go away. Because you don't have much control and you need to go to programs like, is it Sandbox? Yeah. Sandbox. There's, well, there's Sandbox, there's Rapid you know, Weaver, which is a little bit yeah, tougher to use. There's lots of others. But again, you're tying yourself into that application. Now, uh, as I said at the start, that's great. If the long term is going to, you know, that, that application is going to be developed. You'd have thought that Apple, being a relatively large company, especially over the last few years, that iWeb, you know, being put on their machines, combining it with mobile me was going to be a, a long-term view, but oh no! So I'm a little disappointed at this point. However, I am going to step back and wait because things things could change and they could come up with options before the end of June 2012. So watch this space for this rant to continue. <laughs> well, there's you know there's another program you may want to consider. That uh, that I've used and it's it's kind of cool. It's called Goldfish, and you know they're not a sponsor or anything. I, I've just I just like this program. It's from Fishbeam Software, F I S H B E A M Software, and it's kind of a cross between iWeb and Rapid Weaver, where you kind of build these pieces together and you kind of fill it with content. But it's got some kind of cool features in it. You you can basically make a, a, a well, website look however you want it and have it, templates for each one of the parts well, that you make. Well, to be honest make. with you, guys, there's lots of options out there. There are yeah. lots of options out there. And the, and the, but the issue for me, really, is the fact that you buy, you Into buy a, service. a Mac and guess what they say? It just works. Well, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've taken deep breaths now. I've counted <sighs> to ten. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get your take on some of the stuff that happened at WWDC, other than <laughs> iCloud. Okay. Well, you put something else in here actually, which is this iTunes Match thing. Yeah. And to, it's not just the iTunes Match, but another thought that I had, and I was a little bit, I, I was, I've been tweeting about this actually during the course of, I think it was today, or was it last night? It might have been last night actually. Um, Last night. I mean, somebody could be listening to this in three months' time. <laughs> recently. But it was, was last tweeting, night. <laughs> recently, I was tweeting about this. And they were talking about cutting the link between your iOS devices and being able to sync with your iTunes um, yeah. user. Well, <laughs> okay. So both of my daughters have got a, uh, an iPhone. We also have an iPad. And we also, I also have an iPod. Uh, touch so the ipad is pretty much synced to my account and my itunes account yes my ipod touches however my daughter's iphones are linked to their own itunes accounts with all of their music and yes with all of their obviously their content and their um uh, their particular folders and their their um, smart folders, etc., etc. Now, you can what it somebody said that you can sync overnight. Well, great, but which user is going to be logged in, and which iTunes is going to be up and running? Well, they have their own iTunes accounts, right? The, yes. And they get content however, through gift however, cards or whatever. However, however, my iTunes media library is in one source because I didn't want to quadrupleate my media library. So Is that a word? Sense. No, it's not. Okay. It's, I just made it up. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say triplicate, but... No, quadruplicate really is obviously one time better than triplicate. <laughs> obviously. And it hangs off um, my time capsule. Actually, it actually hangs in my time capsule, but that's irrelevant for this process because only one iTunes can access that um, hard drive at a time, right? Or one user can access that hard drive at a time. So, so that means that only one iTunes um, for one of the users can hit that library at a time. 
So if one of my daughter wants to sync up overnight, they can't. Well, not now, if you're on. Now, now, not if I'm on. Yeah, but, I, but perhaps I want... Wait, you're, you're, you're starting to Cylon out. Ugh. Should we do a re... Yeah, everyone, hold on a second. I'm sorry. We're sorry about these problems tonight. Okay, we're back again. <laughs> oh, the right. joys of using Skype for podcasting. Yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? So, so just to finish that off, Guy, um, basically we've got several user accounts and several iTunes accounts and several iOS devices, and I'm sure there are lots of other um, people that are like that up and down um, or around the globe, to be honest, with the using Macs now. There is one little light um, that could come in. And if you remember, because we have spoken about this before, Lion, you can actually log into it as a, you know, on a separate machine and start up. And whereas before you could actually, I mean, currently with Leopard, if I'm on another machine that I want to get to a file um, that I know is on um, the Mac Mini, and let's say I'm sitting downstairs on the MacBook, even though somebody's sitting and logged in, I can still obviously connect to the machine and grab that file. Yes. Now, well, my, as, as well, sort of. As, no, you can. As you long can, as I'll you log, as long as you're able to log in with your password, and well, yeah, it's yeah, and it's well, to a file that you have access to through that. Well, password. yeah, yeah. Well, the, that I mean, <laughs> yeah. Or you're the administrator. That, that's the point. That's yeah. the point. It's my account. The, um, I've got, several, let's say there's four accounts here, and somebody is logged in it, to their account. I can then still log into my account and grab a file. Yes. But with Lion, you can go a step further and actually open and run applications, even though somebody else is logged in on their account. That is kind of cool. Now, that could be the little snicket of light, which then allows other users on this one machine to then use multiple versions of iTunes. However, the one little caveat on that is I don't know whether if they are all linked to one iTunes library, whether it would then still work. So that's something which, again, you know, Gary's crikey, I'm on a rant time tonight, aren't I? <laughs> you know, the keynote last week was supposed to be all good and everybody up and cheering and yelling. And yeah, butterflies I'm and not, sunshine. And I'm not doing that. So <laughs> well, was, you, you I have think to I remember that, that as far as iTunes goes, uh, it is Apple's program. However, it's not their content. So they can only give you access as far as the content creation copyright owners will allow them to. So even if uh, no, no, even, no, 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 you're missing the point. You're missing the point. You're missing okay. the point completely. Let's say I've got all of my own content, right? I've produced it, right? Okay. So there's nothing. There's nothing that's been purchased elsewhere. It is all DRM free, and it is all my content. The issue at the moment is that I have a hard drive which sits off. The time capsule. Okay. If one user is connected to that hard drive, it will not currently let allow another user to then hit that hard drive. So the iTunes on another user account cannot then see the content on that um, hard drive. Okay, I'm not sure about that, but well, it, it, I can tell you now. If I if if I go into another user. If I want to hit that hard drive, I have to disconnect it so that the other user can then connect to that hard drive. Oh, you're talking about with completely separate iTunes. Okay, okay. All right, I'm following you. Yeah? Yeah. So that's when I then kick back into them saying, oh, you can just Wi-Fi sync. Well, yes, you may be able to do a little bit of syncing up to the cloud, but what about all the stuff that you're still storing on your local machine? So it's going to be a little bit suck it and see. Yeah. Um, and it's probably not going to be as big of an issue as I've, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make it out the big issue. It's just that, you know, it's all lightness and love and it's not always that straightforward. Well, not only that, but it may not matter anyway, since they're both on iPhone 3Gs. Yeah, but that won't that won't be like that forever. That's true. That's true. <laughs> because I don't think because uh, I have another story about that, but we won't go into that this week. We'll go into okay. that next week. Another time. Another time. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's move on to the contest.
Yes, please. Now, I've been talking yeah, about this. Up. Shut me up and move on to the cup. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah, because uh, I just keep talking and stopping you from talking about the contest, don't I? Okay. <laughs> now. So what are we going to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm totally confused. Uh, we have all these bumpers that we play uh, as we're coming out of commercials. And I want to give you guys something for free, sort of for free. If you want one of these iHubs, and I've been talking about them for the last couple of weeks, it's, it's a little four hub USB, you know, a little, it's got Apple's logo on it. It lights up when you plug something into it. It's very cool looking. I want to give you one, but you need to send me a bumper. Kind of like. We've had a few. We've had a few. Well, kind of like, uh, let's see, what was it? From uh, Tom Piccarelli, the G-Men, the working man's Phil Schiller. See, that's that's great, and that's definitely going in there. And I've got a couple. Actually, I do have a couple. Let me see if I can. Uh, if I well, can... let's let's not let's just just okay. All right, go on with the contest now. Okay, you know, okay. You know, so people send, come up with their own ideas. <laughs> send me a bumper. Send me a commercial that Gaz and I can record for the show, like thirty seconds or so. And chances are you're going to win one of these uh, 10 iHubs that I have to give away. Because at the moment they're all lined up, hooked up together, and lighting up uh, Guy's man room. Yeah, it, it's actually the only natural light I have in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want one, send us a bumper, send us a commercial. And uh, unfortunately, because I am paying for this out of pocket, I have to limit this to U.S. residents only, and I'm really sorry yeah. about that. We'll let you off, guy. Oh, we'll thank you. you. Thank you. I, now, I originally had said that I'm going to let this run until we hit 50 entries, but I don't think I have that much patience. <laughs> so um, I, at this point, it's, it's pretty much if you send me something that I like, I'll probably send you an iHub. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. I will. I will. Uh, okay, do you, do you have a pick this week? I do have a pick this week, and I was talking about it a little bit earlier. Oh, uh, so you were, trying, you were trying to sneak it in there, were you? Yeah, actually, I had forgotten that I had picked this. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. It's my, my addled 70s Florida brain. Uh, Goldfish by Fishbeam Software. It's a web editor. $69 for the regular version, $129 for the professional version. You basically, you set up a header, you set up the page, you set up the sidebar, you set up your, your navigation links, and you set up the footer. And all of these little templates that you create, you can kind of drag and drop and, and make it out however you want it. And it, it's, it's actually kind of cool software. And, you know, it's not that expensive. And if you are looking to move away from iWeb, then uh, this could be a choice, along with like something like maybe like Sandvox or RapidWeaver. Excellent. Excellent. Well, this, this I, I'm just trying this out, but I thought I'd put this as a pick out there because it's free, you know, free as in beer. I think that's right. <laughs> free as in beer? Yeah. <laughs> but if beer is not free, is it? No, it's not free. I don't know why they call it that. <laughs> anyway, this is basically called a wonder list and it's spelt with it's spelt basically W uh U N D E R L I S T and it is actually from uh a company in Germany. But basically this is uh um a free they've got basically a free cloud task manager. Um, and you can basically set up lists and share them with friends and colleagues. And it's also multi-platform. You can use it on your iPhone or on your iPad or on Android or on Windows or the Mac. Wow. And basically, as I say, it's a little task manager. Um, at the moment, it's free for every device. Um, the Cloud Sync, you have to go obviously use their service. So right. that's the only obviously downside you've got to take some trust there because at this point in time considering what we were talking about earlier mm. i don't quite know how the business is going to go forward but i'm sure that will kick in at some point but um i'm just trying it, it out it worked out so well for skype yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> didn't quite work out so much for iweb but we'll no. find out about that um yeah. <laughs> let's not go there again okay um, and but it's been getting lots of rave reviews so um it's currently i think being featured on the 
our Mac App Store. And uh, as I say, go out, take a look, get your lists, share your lists with your friends, even if they've got an Android device. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm going to have to share this with you, actually, Guy, so we can... Yeah, watch. yeah, this is actually uh, because there, there are times, especially like when I'm at work. Now, you and I, we're like five hours apart. Yeah. And there are times when, you know, email is not quite the solution because I'm not always at my desk and, you know, it's not always convenient for you based on what time it is. But something like this, you're basically just kind of pushing it. It's, pushing yeah, it's like it along. Collabora- yeah, col- collaboration. Now, you, can, you can do this with like Google Documents, but it's, it, from what I'm looking at here, it, it's not as easy to use as something like this. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, there's no ads. Well, Steve said it. Yeah. <laughs> no ads. Need I say anymore? Anyway, at the moment, it's free. It's uh, Wonderlist. Go and take a look. Yep. Now, uh, we have a – of course, it's not so new anymore, but we have oh, a Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, before you go onto the Facebook yeah, page, can ahead. I just correct you? Sure. The feedback that you got that I gave you last week, the one from Jolly Jape, actually, it's from the Oz store wasn't from the UK, as you mentioned last week. Oh, 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 okay. Well, how did you get into the uh, the Australian store? Oh, well, that is a secret that I cannot tell you about. <laughs> I would not reveal the secret. It's dead easy, Guy. What you do is you go into iTunes, and at the bottom there's a little flag. You click on that flag, and it comes up with all the countries. You go into the country iTunes, and then you do a search. Oh. <laughs> there's nothing magic about it at all. Oh, I was hoping it was magic. I should have shut up, shouldn't I? You should have just said, I'm not going to say. Yes, I have a friend in iTunes, I should have said. <laughs> a friend at Apple. <laughs> okay, uh, we have a Facebook page, and it's actually getting quite a bit of traction. Uh, it I'm, is. I'm surprised by how much it's, people are kind of digging it. and It's, it's scaring me. Yeah, and both you and I, as well as Tim, are uh, admins on it, so the three of us can respond to anything that comes in. And I look at it... Probably at least two or three times a day just to see what's going on. How often yeah. do you go to it? Uh, well, I keep getting emails. <laughs> when Oh, when something new goes in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I made you an admin, because I, I just don't annoy you enough, I think. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. So please, if, you ha- if you're on Facebook, and quite frankly at this point, who isn't, uh, go ahead and type in my Mac in the search window, and it'll... Uh- It'll come up, my Mac podcast, and actually, um, actually, my wife isn't on Facebook. So. She's not on the Facebooks. She's not on the Facebooks. <laughs> <laughs> so please go to the Facebook page and check it out, and and like it if you wish, and please do. Uh, Gaz, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do it? Well, they'd probably shoot me from afar, but <laughs> if they really wanted to get in contact with me, uh, they were that desperate, um, you can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash gazmans. And now, uh, Guy, yeah. if, if, if those same people... Were, crazy as I, they are. Crazy as they are, wanted to contact you, can they do such a thing? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, I can be reached at guy at mymac.com. And, of course, on the, the, the Twitters, as, as those of us in the know like to say, uh, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Mac Parrot. <laughs> and, of course, uh, if you want to cut us out of the loop completely and, and tell Tim what a great job we're doing or something like that, you can send that to feedback at mymac.com. And guess what? We have a Skype number. Say it's not so. It is. It is. I can eat, and I know that number. Oh, it's tell me. Area code. Do you like the way I did that? Yeah. Area code. That was good. See, we wouldn't normally say that in the UK, but it's area code 703-436-9501. Do you want that again? 703-436-9501. Did you say 703-436-9501, which I is our Skype did. number? I certainly did. Well, that's just the amazing thing about modern technology. And we actually have we have a new person who uh, who left a, an iTunes comment, and it was a good one. Thank you very much. Andrew Haig, who is an Englishman living in Florida. So it's like the best of both worlds. Cool. So thank you so very much, Andrew. Uh, I guess we don't have any, any recent uh, 
non-US non-US likes or, or you have there's only so there's only so many countries that I can go searching for in a day guy well you need to go to all of them all of the time by God <laughs> and okay, uh, I'll I think I think that's it for the for the night guys yeah good night yep. guy hiss and rattle and cyloning and and Skype you've been you have behaved very badly tonight Skype you naughty 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 Skype you bad program <laughs> actually a lot of people say that so thank you all for downloading the show. Um, yes. I'm curious to find out once I edit it what it's actually going to sound like. And if it's not quite up to our usual standards, and standards being a relative term, uh, blame Skype. <coughs> Just <laughs> No, blame Owen because he wasn't here. Oh, that's right. Blame Owen. And, yeah. and send him some nasty emails. Oh, by the way, Owen, if you're listening, I got the package, dude. Thanks so much for sending it. So I think uh, the we're going to... package gonna s- has been delivered. The package has arrived. So <laughs> I think we're going to say goodnight. Goodnight, Gaz. Goodnight, Guy. And thanks to everyone. And that was super... <laughs> what a horrible ending. I can't end it like that. Oh my god. You great big bumps. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could no, like I... to say goodbye to my mom and my, my sister <laughs> and my brother. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys, and I'm so sorry about tonight. Bye. Thanks for downloading the MyMag.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com. Or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. License is effective until terminated. Your rights under this license will terminate automatically without notice from Apple if you fail to comply with any terms of this license. Upon the termination of this license, you shall cease all use of the Apple software and destroy all copies, full or partial, of the Apple software. Thank you.